Hey, this is Edgar. And this is Stanley. And joining us today, we have two very special guests, our good friends, uh, Francis and Steven. Yep. Welcome, Francis. You, you guys can talk now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Hi, guys. Yeah. Hello. Thank you guys so much for being on the show. I know, uh, you know, it it can be a little weird to 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 record a conversation, but you know, we thought you guys would be great on the show. We just love talking to y'all. Tell us about yourselves. Uh, So the way we actually, uh, so the way we start each. No, let's just let's just ask them and see how yes. Okay. So Francis, what are you? What am I? Well, <laughs> well, I'm a lot of things actually, but yes. uh, I'm a local filmmaker and I also do film content for South by Southwest, which is my current gig. Awesome. It's awesome. Yep. And I'm a cat lover. Awesome. Well, fantastic. Fantastic. <laughs> Steven. What are you? So what am I? <laughs> well, so the, the, I am. <laughs> so so the the reason uh, so one time uh, the reason we, we asked that question is one time I was out in public and this Canadian couple asked me what are you and I was like wait what do you mean and they're like where are you from and who are you and it's like oh you're trying to see like what my heritage yeah, is so we're sort of the yes. question was what kind of brown. Exactly, exactly. Uh, so we thought, since this is the minority report and we like talking about these sort of things, we would start each episode with a new guest by asking them what they are. Um, yeah, so Stephen, what are you? <laughs> uh, I am Mexican-American. Uh, my family's been here for a while, though, so I'm like the whitest oh, like Mexican. gotcha I gotcha that's okay to say. no that's totally fine it's totally fine however you identify um awesome yeah francis and i am ecuadorian american first yes. generation here um and my folks came from ecuador awesome so uh we have three latinos i'm the and- minority of the minorities <laughs> and stanley three latinos and stanley all righty um okay so last episode was a little bit of a sort of bummer darker episode because trump had been in office for a while and he had done some pretty pretty bad things uh things don't Still seem pretty to- bad though yeah things don't seem to be slowing <laughs> down <laughs> at all uh so we're gonna get into it but first i really want to talk on trump the man uh he's been uh, sort of losing it lately things aren't really going his way uh his travel ban or muslim ban really isn't uh it's being challenged by the courts um a lot of people are alleging that his chief advisor uh, Steve Bannon is really running things. He's really... So people are calling him President Bannon. Hmm. Apparently this did not sit well with Trump. He's very upset about this. Uh, Nordstrom has pulled all their uh, Ivanka Trump clothing, which angered Trump. And Trump went ahead and uh, blasted them on Twitter, which is kind of crazy. We live in a world where our president literally blasted <sighs> a private company on Twitter um, but surprisingly, their stock went up by 5%, so <laughs> good for Nordstrom. <laughs> That's the right choice. So man. good for Nordstrom. Uh, yeah, so I, real quick, I just want to sort of touch on the whole Steve Bannon thing. So SNL did the skit where Steve Bannon plays uh, pretty much the Grim Reaper death, and, uh, tr- and, and Trump sits in a little mini Resolute <laughs> desk. <laughs> Steve Bannon sits at the big residential desk. I don't know. Let's talk about it. So Steve Bannon, when you hear the name Steve Bannon, what do you, I mean, how do y'all feel? What do you feel of this man, the shadowy figure running the show? <laughs> 
feeling. Yes. Mixed well, yeah, let's just unload. What are you feeling? Kind of like a puppet master. The thing yeah. is, so Steve Bannon is still this kind of elusive. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. I, everyone's saying I don't that know he's much in about charge him, so. and like running Trump, but I, I also don't know much about yeah. Steve So, okay, so let me give you a little background on Steve Bannon. And actually, uh, Time Magazine just released a cover with his picture, mm-hmm. and it says The Great mm-hmm. Manipulator. It's like really like scary Which stuff. Is terrifying. <laughs> 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 I know. Time has like the best archive. Do they do photo shoots and like, we're going to have this with the headline The Great Manipulator, or do they like just take it from somewhere? They're like, yo, Steve, just like pose real quick or to get a quick photo don't worry about it we're gonna use it for something else no i I really don't know but they have like the most amazing stuff um no so steve bannon was a um a a guy who he went to the he was in the navy he went through the ivy league he did all this stereotypical uh uh, rich banker american thing he was a banker um but he 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 was really smart in his investments and he became a bill like a very successful millionaire Overnight, and part of his uh, millions come from the TV show Seinfeld, where he invested his money. Yes, whoa, Seinfeld. Jerry Seinfeld. Yes, so he, so he got so much money that he actually quit his day job and he pursued his passion, which is documentary filmmaking. What? And he, yes, yeah, so he's made a, a a few movies. A lot of them are very uh, right wing, alt wing stuff. Like he did one, a movie about Sarah Palin. Um, and stuff like that. Okay. I'm forgetting the names of these, but they're like, I would say the name and you'd be like, oh yeah, I remember, I remember the, like that weird title. It's like Great America or stuff like that. Um, and then he met Andrew Breitbart, the founder of Breit, Breitbart, what, the Breitbart website. And he was sort of, he took to Andrew Breitbart and he became Andrew Breitbart's successor, took over Breitbart. And then from there went on to work with Trump and now is Trump's chief strategist. Um, Documentary is called The Undefeated. The Undefeated, yes. I was like, it's some like dumb, uh, generic, like motivational title. Sweetwater. Yeah, you're looking through them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, uh, yeah, so that's his background. So it, it's actually, he's a, a very interesting figure. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Uh, do you think it's unfair that SNL is sort of claiming he's this like Grim Reaper figure behind Trump, this like puppet master? Or, I mean, I don't know. Steve? <laughs> Steve, it sounds like yeah, you, want, yeah. you have something to say. Just say it. No, yeah, uh, I think it's totally fair. I mean, SNL is like. Yeah. Uh, I think a good point little platform these, yeah. for a political like st- yep. kind of statement. Yeah. So kind of seeing that because I, I think he is a kind of like a slightly bad character. I mean, especially with like the Breitbart um, mm-hmm. news and like right. all of bigotry and right uh, hatred. Right. I mean, so uh, you know, uh, part of Trump's like most extreme uh, platform stems from directly from Bannon. Like, Bannon is directly behind all his extreme viewpoints. Like, Trump uh, has said that he is behind legal Im- immigration. Steve Bannon thinks legal immigration is problematic in leeching the American government. So, like, he is a very scary figure, and he is uh, pretty much considered the author of that uh, executive order. Um, yeah. But anyways, um, yeah, I just wanted to touch on that real quick. We don't have to spend too much time on it. He is just He's just this, like upcoming figure that we almost need to start paying attention to. Like, we can't... So that's the scary part. Nobody's yes. Nobody's really paying attention to him, and nobody yeah. knows that much about him, so right. it's like, you can do more damage when nobody 
Right. Well, some people are claim- some people are saying he needs to be fired. Like he needs to be removed. He's already named the head con- uh, uh, He's the head of the National Security Council, which is unheard of. It is unheard of of a strategist and political aide to be that position. But that's where we are. So it's kind of scary to have him help Trump decide to go to war. Like that's kind of it's kind of weird. Um, okay, moving on. Uh, lots going on in the confirmation hearings. Betsy DeVos was just today, or was it yesterday, actually? Yesterday. It was yesterday. yesterday. Uh, she was confirmed. Um, Francis, I'm going to let you... Because of the record-breaking tie yes. by... Yes. By our vice president, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Lord <laughs> Which has never been done before. Never been never. done before. Never been done before. Yes. And the decision is... This is not an original from me. I gotta give credit to my friend Steven. Not this Steven next to me, but a different Steven. A different Steven. Shout out to Steven, but not this one. DeVos stating that she has been elected and confirmed. What? DeVos dating. Huh? DeVos dating. Dating. Do you get it? It's devastating. Okay, I'm glad I gave him credit. <laughs> the boss dating. I, I got it, but I was like looking at Stanley as like mechanisms are rolling. He's like, <laughs> wait, did you ask a question? <laughs> <laughs> Like all these political equations, by like, what, is it, what does it mean? It's like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was good. Uh, yes, it was devastating. Uh, it's actually very, very bad. She literally yeah. knows nothing about education. She's this rich Republican billionaire who uh, uh, pretty much bought her way to this position. That's mm. messed up. It's so messed up. Um, I don't know. How, do you have any particular feelings? I know it, when it comes to education, a lot of Americans have very personal feelings about it um, because it's like it uh, literally affects everybody. It does not matter if you're in a minority or not. Yeah. Like this pretty much affects the whole country. Um, I don't know. It, 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 and it, I think majority of people are against her. Pretty much. Yeah. I mean, yeah. re- representatives across the country were reporting that their phone lines were down that their inboxes were full. I mean, like, the country said, we do not want her. Mm-hmm. And the Repu- Republicans said, too bad. Like, this is what Trump wants, and this is what we're going to get. Yep. That's, that's why we have to vote next year? Or? Well, yeah, in the midterms in yeah, 2018. Midterms. It's kick them out. Pretty much. It's, it's, it's devastating, and it's also messed up because it's, um, you know, we have a... Uh, a a Republican president who did not win by popular vote, mm-hmm. yet he's not doing any compromises. Yeah. Usually a president who wins without the popular vote will compromise. They'll say, okay, maybe we'll compromise with the Secretary of Defense or whatever. Um, but Trump is saying, no, I want all the people I want. And they're all his friends. And there's a lot of – it's just – it's so icky and messed up. Uh, yeah. But what uh, the other sort of big story in the confirmation hearings was Elizabeth Warren – uh, she was grilling, um, uh, or she wasn't grilling, but she was uh, uh, sort of making the case against uh, Jeff Sessions, who was just confirmed yeah. today as her <laughs> attorney general. <laughs> um, yeah, so she was making the case. Uh, Francis, I don't know if you want to... Uh, yeah, well, I just wanted to say that. So she was making the case against Jeff Sessions by reading a letter Yes. that Coretta Scott King yes. had written... About Jeff Sessions. In 1986. About, exactly. This is an old letter. A letter is, that's known. Who is this king? 
Just just so people. Martin Luther King Jr.'s wife. wife. Okay. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Stanley. Just Thank in you, case Stanley. For, for and, your information. But basically, she's writing about drift sessions and how he's been terrible for the civil rights movement. Oh. And then you're bringing this guy who is anti civil rights. Who said some very problematic racial things. Mm-hmm. Yes. A- apart from some other things and wanting to confirm him for this position. Now, Warren has like every right to, to read. Mm-hmm. The letter, she has every right to voice why she's against Jeff Sessions. But my least favorite, actually, there's a lot of least favorites, but one yeah. of my least favorites, <laughs> then Mitch McConnell yes. shut her down. He basically like red carded her. Yes. Mm-hmm. Is he allowed to do that? Well, so there is... Technically, There is a small... So this is actually the Democrats shooting themselves in the foot a little bit. This is a rule that was uh, uh, instated in uh, confirmation hearings that senators can't speak badly about other senators. Um, But the problem is that Jeff Sessions is a senator from Alabama. So any critical thing you say about him could be, like, stricken from the record. Um, So she was warned, and the next thing you know, she was like... You can't you you can't speak on it anymore. Even though she's reading an old letter yeah. that was written by, years ago yeah. in the eighties by someone else, by someone else. <laughs> she was barred from it, and it created kind of this like viral moment uh, when. Uh, so I, I don't have the direct quote, but where where here it is. Um, Nevertheless, she persist, uh, persisted. persisted. So that became the sort of she persisted. <laughs> she persisted. It became the sort of uh, uh, meme. It, it's I thought that was awesome. So Elizabeth Warren has won like so many political points mm-hmm. by silencing her. It, it backfired. Made her stri- yeah, made yes. her stronger. Yeah. It made her so much stronger. It didn't affect it anyway. I mean, Democrats know they're going to lose all these battles. Like, but th- what they're doing now is they're making their voices heard yeah. because in two years. They want to make sure they're in the right place to. By saying that she persisted, he basically gave her a slogan oh, to much. run next time. I know. Like joining the resistance, joining the persistence. He's an idiot. Oh my god, that's yeah. That was uh, it, that will be a moment that we remember for a very very long time. I don't know if Elizabeth Warren has any sort of. Um, ambitions to run as president in 2020 but if she did this is a good starting point for her like she's building the momentum um and the democratic party needs leaders and i think elizabeth warren might be uh one of those leaders coming up um yeah so jeff sessions is now being confirmed this is pretty devastating actually he he is so under obama our um attorney general Department of Justice pretty much um, helped uh, uh, protect voters' rights, helped protect civil liberties, and now we have an attorney general who is firmly in the right who will not protect those liberties. So we can expect a lot of um, voter rights setbacks from this. So this is actually very, very scary and devastating. But of course it is because Donald Trump's president, and this is going to continue to happen. Um this has been like a long, like, was it two and a half yeah. weeks? Yeah, I know. Even this week. It's only been two and a half weeks. I know. And it feels really long it and scary. Like it's well, they did, it's funny, I was reading online, I forgot what website, but they did a study on it, and they're like, whenever people are under stress, time seems to be going slower. Yeah. So they're like, America is like, the whole country is going through this we time. Like a giant so, stress ball. <laughs> yes, <Yeah>. we do. <laughs> um, uh, okay, so let's um, move off of all the. Unless I'm missing something. Am I missing something? We're we good. Uh, 
Stanley? All right, so <laughs> so not to end this sort of first segment on a, a on a Debbie Downer moment, let's sort of talk about some semi-fun things going on in the world. Uh, Sean there, Spicer. Oh, is there an update to the Muslim ban? Okay, so the Muslim ban is still in... Um, it's still being decided by the ninth court okay. of appeal or the ninth court, um, and whatever happens here. So this is actually that's really, not in effect right now. It's not in effect. Not, so what's yeah. really interesting here is whatever they decide may end up actually being the uh, decision that stays because what's going to happen is Trump and his uh, administration will appeal whatever they decide. Say they say it, it, the ban goes. They will appeal, and it will go to the Supreme Court. The Supreme mm-hmm. Court is split 4-4 right now, so chances are they're not going to decide. And if that happens, the uh, the previous ruling stands. Right. So this is looking pretty this good for like us, it. but we will see, though. You never know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Trump tweeted or spoke about how it's like the... A disgrace. The courts are being too political or something, or biased. Yes! They're being too biased, it's, which I thought was interesting. Uh, his tweets, so uh, I wake up every, so I wake up every morning and like my my feed is filled with his tweets because I subscribe to his tweets because even though I don't want to, so I can be informed and I want to know what he's saying okay. and it's like the first things I see is Donald, Donald J. Trump just saying these horrible things and I'm like, okay, this is my, every morning from now on, for eight for four years, this is oh, what it tells no, me. No, no, <laughs> no, please God, please God. Well, aren't uh, you guys surprised though that no one's taken away? I mean, obviously he's a he's an adult human being, but right. like that his counsel hasn't taken away his career. Well, or his at least asked so him crazy. for somebody else to run Yo, it. I wish I were a fly in that White House yeah. because the reports are crazy. Apparently, like it's insane in there. Apparently they don't even know how to turn on the light. So they're having meetings in the dark. Like it's like oh they, it's God. nuts. Apparently he quits. I mean, I don't, none of this is verified, but apparently he ends the day at six 30 and he goes up to his bedroom and wears a bathrobe <laughs> and watches TV. <laughs> Who, this, did he ha- who did he have a phone call with that he ended it early because he was too tired to take the call and it was at like 6 p.m.? I do not know. It was probably Australia or something, <laughs> like an important trading partner or something. Uh, but no, and uh, he tweeted out, I think he tweeted out, he was like, I don't even own a bathroom. No, his secretary, uh, his press secretary <laughs> said, I don't even think he owns a bathroom. <laughs> and people were tweeting <laughs> pictures and they are like, here's Donald Trump in a bathroom. Here's Donald Trump in a bathroom. <laughs> At first I thought you were going to say a bathroom. I was like, that <laughs> I thought that was funny. Uh, But speaking of Sean Spencer, the other thing uh, that sort of came out, I thought it was really funny, was Sean Spencer thinks SNL has finally crossed the line. SNL has finally crossed the line into meanness. And he says that they are too mean. Well, then you stop being mean. Like, it's not that hard. Well, stop being like... Don't right. be mean. Stop being so easily uh, picked on. Like, because... So, Melissa McCarthy impersonated yeah. him. She did an amazing job. Yeah. I mean, she was hilarious. I um, died laughing. That was <laughs> so funny. Well, and, so, I didn't know this. So, in the skit, she eats this, like, whole can of gum. Because yeah. uh, apparently he does that in real life. <laughs> apparently in real life he eats, like, two packs of gum between, before midday. And he swallows it whole. Sense, and people, and his doctor, that's what I'm saying. His, his doctor said it was okay. I think that's what. <laughs> his doctor I think, said it was okay. I'm pretty what? sure I read that somewhere. Oh that, that was like a quote. Oh, oh probably, you know, intense blockage somewhere. <laughs> that it can't be. There's it, a reason you don't swallow. It cannot be good. I'm sure if you swallow one piece, 
No problem. But multiple packs? But multiple packs? It takes like years to get out. Yeah, system. someone's lying. Someone is lying. <laughs> so, or he's going to die in like 30 years when he literally cannot have a bowel movement anymore. <laughs> I do not know. Um, no, I thought that was interesting. Uh, it's funny. Trump's relationship with SNL has changed so dramatically and so quickly. Mm-hmm. But SNL is experiencing their highest ratings yeah. in forever. They've got a lot of material to work with. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, our real-life situation is Which is scary. good and bad yeah. at the same time. Yeah, I was, like, uh. laughing the whole time during the sketch, but at the same time, like, so sad. Because that's really yeah. it. <laughs> um, yeah, so the uh, let's let's end the political segment this uh, uh, with something fun, uh, but also kind of sad in an in interesting way. Uh, Obama, he is having the time of his life on vacation. He's in the Caribbean now, I think, or something. And apparently he was windsurfing with Richard Branson. Where we want to be? Yes, I know. The one that got away. And there's, like, <laughs> there's all these pictures of him with, like, the biggest smile on his face. And I'm like, he must be so happy. Like, the weight of the world <laughs> off his back. He's like, fuck y'all. I'm, like, going to enjoy my vacation. He's literally floating. Like, yes, yes, guy. yes. But at the same time, I'm like... Really, dude? Like, we're suffering here. Like, yeah. we need your voice right no, now. Barry will be back. He will be back. He'll be back yes. as a leader True. True. of the Democratic Party somehow. Somehow. Uh, he's but sort I of the de facto leader. Because it was, it was rough. You saw the hair color mm-hmm. change for oh, yeah. Barack in those oh, eight yeah. years. It was a tough time. And now, Donnie. Now, Donnie. Who claims that Barack the- likes him. Although he provides no evidence to do the fact. I'm not sure. I'm going to wait for uh, I'm like, to I'm like, I'm pretty sure Barack is not a fan. Pretty sure. But I might be wrong. Um, okay, y'all. That was our political segment. Uh, we kept it short, but that's good because it's actually yeah. really depressing. Yeah, it is. So we're going we're gonna to take a quick break. And when we come back, we have a lot, a lot of things to talk about. Mostly Super Bowl related. Welcome back. Um, Probably the biggest cultural event of this past week was the Super Bowl, Super Bowl 51. So we have a lot to talk about the Super Bowl. We're actually probably not going to talk about the game that much, but I do want to talk about it a little bit. Um, Yeah, so this was sort of a very interesting Super Bowl in that it was really sort of a metaphor for our past election. In a weird way, it felt like the Patriots and Tom Brady were Trump and the Falcons were Hillary Clinton. Uh, now, hear me out. Um, <laughs> Francis is like, I'm with you. I'm with you. No, I'm with you. <laughs> I mean, totally not, totally not a fair comparison at all. But I feel like America wanted the Falcons to win. Like, we did not want Tom Brady to win. Tom Brady is a known friend and uh, associate of Donald Trump. So we were like, okay, please, God. Do not give this to Tom Brady, please. <laughs> but of course, Tom Brady, being Tom Brady, unfortunately is the greatest quarterback of all time. <laughs> and even though his team was was losing by 25 points, Tom Brady <laughs> managed to win. Now, I'm not hating on him. Like, yes, you're amazing at football. Like, no one's going to deny it. But you know, I really wanted you to lose. I'm not going to lie. Like, Tom Brady, I wanted you to lose that game. Um, but, yeah, that's enough of the game. It just, <laughs> Do you guys have any... 
It's just, I was just annoyed that Tom Brady won because it, to me, it sort of felt like Donald Trump won one more time. Like he had another win. Ugh. I just wanted to, him to be disappointed and he got <laughs> what he wanted. So nothing personal <laughs> against Tom Brady, but no. because he's buddies with Trump, I was like, the other team, whatever team that is, now I know it's the Falcons. Yes. <laughs> Atlanta Falcons. Should have. <laughs> Well, because you're rooting for yes. the underdog well, and the people yes. that you thought were going to win. And not only that, the Falcons, have they've only been to a Super Bowl once before, and they've never, ever won the Super Bowl. They were like the perfect underdog story. Francis, get it out, get yes. it out. Oh, my God. Okay, so here's the thing. If you win the Super Bowl four times, is it special after that? Like, people are like, like, people are like he wants a ring for each finger. Yeah. He's like, people were saying he's like Thanos from the Avengers. <laughs> and he's getting each gem for the Infinity Gauntlet. When, oh, my God. When he was on the field crying, and I was like, I don't believe it. Like, you've already yeah. done this before four times. You're not crying because you're happy. I know. It was like, just, oh. Oh, just so... America was annoyed that day. I mean, that Monday was like everyone in my office. It was really funny. We don't agree on much. Like, we actually do not agree on a lot. But that day, we were like, yeah, we wanted the Falcons to win. <laughs> Um, okay, moving on. But that was, I mean, we uh, the, that's the game. But really, I think the bi- the biggest moment of the Super Bowl was that halftime performance. And I'm going to let Steven take this away and uh, lead us on this discussion. All right, well, the halftime performance was Lady Gaga. And Lady Gaga. She appeared, like, on top of the stadium with, like... Of the energy! With jo- drones, drones! In the shape of the flag, like, flying yes. behind her. Oh, it was, like, that's pretty funny. amazing. Oh. Yeah. yeah, at first I was like, how... I was like, what is doing that? that? Yeah. Like, turns out it was drones. It was drones. It synchronized. Yeah. Which is like, what? Yeah, how? I thought she was in front of a TV for a second, oh. like a screen. Yes. And I was like, what? The sky? Yeah, and then she like, just dives down. <laughs> yeah. No, she doesn't just dive down. She <laughs> like, bounces. Like, bounces like, like a squirrel. Like, like a Apparently, that was... I don't know if y'all heard this, but it was pre-recorded, actually. Yes. Yeah. I found out like later, it, yeah. which was a little disappointing. But that yeah. day, but the day I was like, oh, my God, Whoa. Lady Gaga is amazing. <laughs> she has no fear. Well, so she starts, like, Spider-Man crawling down. Oh, uh, there's, like, an awesome, like, little meme of, like, a Spider-Man poster with her, like, <laughs> like coming out. Yeah, it was, like, Spider-Man homecoming yeah. Lady Gaga. <laughs> So, and then she does like a like thirteen minute performance, which yes, is pretty yeah. awesome. Which was like almost all her hits, like all her classic yeah, songs. She only performed one song from, from her new album. album. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, which was the uh, uh, Million Reasons. Yes, yeah. it was yeah. really good. That was, was also a politically driven performance. The only yes, people who don't think it was are straight white males because Gaga doesn't have a lyric for them. Right. In there. Right. But Well, some people were like, well, Gaga should have done more. Like, they were like, Gaga went up there. She had the perfect platform. Why didn't she do more? I feel like she's always been political, that her songs, like, were kind of enough. Like, right. it registered for me more that, like, this was kind of a statement. I mean, she did the pledge at the top of the NRG. She was like, yeah. Ooh, a country for all. And I was like, oh, okay. And then she's saying this, li- this line is our land, which, uh, mm. as many of the, like, articles have said, it was, like, a kind of like a protest song. Definitely. Mm. So she sang a few lyrics from that, and then when So none the- of you were like, she should have done more. You were like, she did enough. It was... I, I feel like it's... I felt like... Yeah. Okay. I think she was like under contract to not do anything. Yeah. Too. Well, like, they, they kind of played it more safe this year than last year well, with Beyonce. I, and not only that, she was... 
worked though. Yeah. 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 Songs are, are a protest exactly. within themselves. Right. Like they they sing. She's singing about you being yourself, whether like you're bad, yeah. gay, straight, bad romance, yeah. yeah. Like whoever you are, whoever right. you are, you should be proud. Yes. And Gaga yeah. wants all of her monssters to be proud. So yes. I like, imagine. I thought that was good. Is like kind of basically like a big protest song. Too. Right. Like yes. it's a. Right. I think it was good, yeah. No, I thought it was good. And also, I feel a lot of people are forgetting that this year, the Super Bowl was on a five-minute delay, and her performance was on a five-minute delay because they were worried about she, that she would say anything political, uh. especially after uh, Beyonce and the, and the controversy that that caused. Even though that performance particularly isn't uh, that, like yeah. uh, blatantly or, political. And, I gotta say, though. Say when, it telephone came on like when she was seeing telephone. I know, like, I know me too like, me too Queen Bay in her home city <laughs> yes. is gonna rise from the action the world would have exploded but you know what Gaga held her own though and she That's did true. amazing I think Gaga was like if I bring out Beyonce the show will become about Beyonce I need this for me a little bit Beyonce's pregnant yeah oh yeah yeah that's true I although she's still performing at the Grammys and Coachella because Beyonce oh. can do anything I know I, I know that she uh, gave a shout out to her parents because that's, that's pretty cute. Yeah. Yes. Yes, that was awesome. I love that. She's Dude, like, hi, mom, hi, dad. Like <laughs> Super Bowl halftime shows usually have like a ton of more guests like appear. Not typically, but recently, yes. Okay. Like last I- year, Coldplay had Bruno Mars and Beyonce show up. And then the year before that, I think uh, Katy. Oh, actually, Katy Perry didn't have anybody. Just giant. No, she had some. She had like DJ. She had like some famous electronic DJ. I forgot who it was. Okay. I like that it was just. Her. Lady Gaga and her like yeah. backup dancers. Yeah, I'm um, doing their usual thing, and it was really cool. No, I loved it, and I loved uh, how uh, funny it was at times. Like she was her own. Left, she, people yeah. were saying she was her own left shark. Like she was like, <laughs> <laughs> she like, that was like perfect. She like gave. She had the the sweet moments, the quiet moment, the loud moment, and she also had the mean moment. You know, and it all rolled up into. I think honestly, I think this is one of the most iconic Super Bowl performances. Ever. Like, I really do feel that way. And I've seen a lot of Super Bowl performances. She's up there. She's not as good as Michael, obviously. That will go down in history as the greatest Super Bowl performance uh, in Prince. But she's up there. Like, that was amazing. And that ending... Gold, pure uh, gold. Catching the football, and <laughs> yes. Jumping into like oblivion, like yes. I have no idea where she is. <laughs> like, she's like, she's like Super Bowl fifty one, and she mic drops as like fireworks like explode. And then she catches a glittery, a rhinestone, a football. Oh my god! How bad is she... that? Like if I tried that, like I would not catch the ball. I know. I'm like, it was a miracle she caught it, and then the fireworks go up perfectly exactly, behind yeah. her. It's like what? Well, maybe with that five minute delay, they could have like done it again. Really. That's quickly. true. That was awesome. Yeah, that was good. I I, I loved it. Um, do y'all have any predictions for Super Bowl performer next year? Any nothing? Nothing comes to mind. <laughs> Cricket. <laughs> Once they announce it, all I'm saying is yeah. it's gonna be so hard to top this performance. I'm like, it's gonna have to go. I, don't, I didn't insane. love it. I didn't love it. Oh. It just okay. felt like she was like singing her hits and like oh like a concert. but that's what the Super Bowl is. I, know. I thought it was 
was brilliant because she was seeing her hits and then she also was making fun of football. Like, yes. I didn't notice like did the it. huddle, the dance huddle, yes. like a sports team huddle was ridiculous uh-huh. and yes. awesome at the same time. I loved how, yes, and I love how she incorporated the game of football in her, her performance. Yeah. Even I think with the costume, with the yeah, costume, costume changes. Okay. Yeah, no, that was good. That was good. Um, well, I think she got she got some like some people like talking to her about her little like her little tiny body fat. Yeah. Yeah, uh, during that like later half of the show, which I think was like ridiculous because she's still like working her ass. Yeah, I'm like, I'm yeah, like, like, I'd like to see you go up the there and troll, do that. The trolls online, like, oh, the like trolls commenting, are wanting to like, them. yeah, yeah. No, can you do that and sing so beautifully? She didn't have a backing track. Like that was her voice. Yeah, I know exactly. Live. Like she's always just like singing too. Like it doesn't. She was on point. Yeah, I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. I mean, yes. It yeah. was good. It was good. good. But that is not the only Lady Gaga news. There's more. Oh, yeah. All this week, she's been spewing out some shit everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, RuPaul's Drag Race is coming out in March, and she is going to be a guest judge on the show. So excited. Um, yeah, I love RuPaul's Drag Race. <laughs> if you don't know, it's a, it's a drag queen competition. It's kind of like... America's Next Top Model with yes. Project Runway. Yes. And it's really yes. good, really funny. Uh, and then she, on the day of this recording, released her John Wayne music video yes. on Apple Music exclusively. Yes. Um, How do y'all feel about that exclusivity right there? Annoyed? Well, yeah, for me, <laughs> I tried to watch it before the podcast, uh, before we recorded yeah. this, and it said like, I had to start like a a three-month free trial. <laughs> and at first I was like, oh, whatever. But then I was just like, wait, I don't want to do that. Yeah. <laughs> so luckily you have Apple Music. I have Apple Music. We all saw it. Yeah, yes. we all this saw it. This is not a plug yes. for Apple not, Music. No, this is not a plug for Apple Music. I have a lot of strong feelings about this subscriptions and executive. By... Yeah, but by Apple Music. Uh, no, but it, it, it is definitely, definitely annoying. Yeah, um, that music video was very But we strange. watched the music video. How do you feel Feels about like this they're... video? Wasn't like one shot held for more than one second. It's like cut, 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 cut. Oh yeah, it was edits, edits. It, it was. Which like, I think works towards the and end. Not but yeah, the, the rest of it. Yeah. Like I don't know what's going what's on. Going? We're not going on this adventure. Yes. Yes. Does do you guys think it matched the song? Cause that uh, it, I kind of feel like it did it at times. Yeah. No. It was yeah. well. It kind of felt like you and I. Like mm-hmm. it kind of felt like a little bit like that, like mm-hmm. the music video itself. Right. Um, I felt like telephone with, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A lot of callbacks to her earlier career well, too. Well, she likes blending genres. I'm assuming. Right. So, right. Uh, right. Well, and this is like her, um, her America. What does she call it? She's like this is her um, dive in bar persona. Right, is what she said. Mm-hmm. Joanne is the like dive in bar persona. She's going back to her roots. So there's okay. a lot of like country in it. A lot of like. Uh, cowboy hats and denim and leather. Um, so that that was interesting. That was cool. It reminded me of uh, we were talking about Scorpio, Scorpio Rising, um, other which I'm sure is a huge influence on her and she loves. Um, yeah, I mean, I thought it was cool. It uh, probably not my cup of tea, but it I was fun. I didn't love it, but I definitely love it more than her previous mu- music videos for Joanne, uh-huh. which I think have been not so great. Not so good. Yeah, the. Perfect Illusion video, I think, was just like a really messy. Can we stay on the song? song. <laughs> yeah. Damn, Stanley's st- hitting Lady Gaga hard. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Can we watch it after? Sure. Yes, we can watch. We can watch all the videos after. It's like with or, Edge of Glory is probably like her worst video. Mm-hmm. I think Edge of Glory was kind of like a 
It was just like thrown together. Probably, two probably, issues, I think. probably. But yeah, uh, other than that, uh, I think that was it for Gaga, and she also had like a few commercials during the Super yeah. Bowl. She had a Tiffany commercial, and then <laughs> National Geographic's used Bad Romance. Oh my god, dude! Uh, wait, they had Einstein playing it. Yeah, because they're yeah. Playing yes, it. yeah. I saw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that Lady Gaga's like running this town for a little bit. Like she's she's she on is. top of it right now. So good for her. While uh, Bay rests. Well, Bay is, you know, uh, raising or uh, growing. growing two beautiful twins. You know, Gaga it's not, rain. It's not the first they time she supported two people oh. with the Destiny's Child. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh my God, Stan! <laughs> poor, yeah, poor Kelly. I, I'm not sure how Kelly feels about that comment. <laughs> poor Kelly, going to answer the other guy. <laughs> Michelle, but Kelly, I mean, come on. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, uh, well, so back to the Super Bowl. Uh, the, the thing I think we really need to talk about is all the political ads mm-hmm. at the Super Bowl, which kind of caught a lot of people by surprise. Um, I'm going to let Francis handle this and lead this off. Um, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, so let's start with the Budweiser commercial. Yes. <laughs> all right, so here you've got... Um, I'm not sure which one it is, either Bush. It's Bush. 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 Okay. So Bush <laughs> of Anheuser-Busch yes. is traveling <laughs> from, to, Germany. from Germany. Germany to the United States, and he is not welcomed at first. He, like, runs into somebody, and they're like, go back home. Right. But Bush is like, I want to brew beer, so I'm coming to America to brew beer. And then, while he's at a bar, he has this really wonderful moment where he meets a stranger that dun 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 turns into or happens to be Anheuser and they decide that they're gonna brew beer together so Budweiser people of Budweiser (laughs) not exactly me but what's nice about this commercial is it's a good immigration story right um especially in a time right now where we're dealing with the uh, travel ban, right? The Muslim ban, right? And people feeling like they're not welcome in a country that is supposed to mm-hmm. gleam mm-hmm. with the chance of opportunity right. here, and like you come to the United States to build your dreams, to make a better life for yourself, and that's what people are doing um, or trying to do. And so, I thought it was a positive and yeah. commercial to have for the Super Bowl. I thought I thought I I, 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 and it's beautiful. Like it's shot really Production well. Production value. Right. It looks like a movie. How You're like, oh like shit. Five million dollars. Yeah. Budget. No. <laughs> it's five million dollars just to get it to air. So you know that budget was like. <laughs> <laughs> you know that budget was like fifteen oh mil. No, that I mean that commercial that was, was great. Gorgeous, like gorgeous yeah, commercial. commercial. And I also love that you know we have this like stereotypical beer company. Like when you think of like uh, Budweiser and Anheuser-Busch you're like that's like that kind of beer for that kind of like redneck like hillbilly person <laughs> yeah. you know this is probably yes. why you're coming to the uh, boycott <laughs> yes yeah. right and then and they're releasing this commercial and you're like whoa I was not expecting a beer company to hit hard with this positive immigration story not only a positive immigration story an immigration story of a white man from our early in our history mm-hmm. to sort of show that like hey america like this is the kind of this is the sto- this is the story that built our country mm-hmm. um so i thought it was just a beautiful really well done uh, commercial i'm a little conflicted about the company itself producing the commercial but that's with any commercials yeah. right at the end you're like oh but they're just trying to sell me a beer you know <laughs> 
but that was good. I, I like it because it served as a reminder that like we're all immigrants. And yeah. Like, yes. yeah, this is a a white man who came right and immigrated here. But like, unless you're Native American, at some point we're all we're all immigrants. Somewhere else, yeah, we're exactly. All immigrants. Exactly. But that wasn't the only one. We had a lot, a lot of political commercials. I'm sure we won't get to every one of them, but let's sort of go through a few. Any that come top of mind that you want to talk about real quick? Can we talk about the 84 lumber commercial? Or is that... Should we we save that that? to the end? Because that's sort of... That's that's a special (laughs) one. (laughs) Well, so let's talk about... Yeah, let's talk about the Coca-Cola one real quick. So this is a commercial that we've seen before. Uh, but I think I, I may be wrong, but I think it's using new footage mixed in with older footage. Yeah. Uh, but uh, what's the more the more interesting story is that they decided to run this ad again at the Super Bowl after mm-hmm. Trump has been elected. Mm-hmm. That's the political song? move. America the Beautiful. And it's America the Beautiful sung by a bunch of different languages, mm-hmm. uh, spoken mm-hmm. primarily in the United States. It was just a really beautiful – it's a really beautiful ad. And Coca-Cola is known for creating these, like, yeah. beautiful – coming together ads like that's their whole image is you know bringing the world together everyone drinks coke. and everyone <laughs> drinks coke. like we may all be different like you may be a billionaire i might be this poor guy in the street but we all drink coke yeah. you know that's their sort of their don draper sort of <laughs> <laughs> selling point um yeah no uh interesting ad simple ad um just airing it i think is the strong message mm-hmm. that coca-cola, mm-hmm. coca-cola was sending to the country I don't know. It was good. Any other ads? What was the car company who did the... Audi. Audi. The Audi ad with uh, a girl in... Was it... Is it Derby? Yeah, it was a, it was a little dirt box, box Derby. Little yes. Dirt. Yeah. dirt box Derby. And uh, yeah, so it, an Audi... Com- but you don't know it's an Audi commercial at the very beginning. It's yeah. it's interesting. I don't know. I'll uh, let you run through it. Uh, what is the sport she's playing? I don't know sports. Uh, well, so she's, like, she's sports, racing. racing. So she's racing, racing and then, like and you, right, and with these like, like rapscallions, you know, because it kind of looks old timey a little yeah. bit. You don't know until the very end. And then you hear this the voiceover from the father who's like, what do I tell my daughter that her grandmother's not worth as much as her grandfather, that her father is worth more than her mother, yeah. that she won't be viewed as equal in her career and her life do i tell her all this and it and then uh, it ends with her winning the race she wins the race and then they walk up to the audi or whatever and you're like oh my god that's like such a beautiful statement (laughs) it was and it ends with ali saying that they are uh equal pay equal Equal pay pay. and that um equal pay for equal work yes which was very very awesome another great message at in at the face of Trump, so I was like, okay, that was awesome. Um, yeah, what other commercial? There was a lot of them. It's kind of hard to like keep track. <laughs> what else did we watch? Uh, the Google one, real quick. The the one that psyched me out. At first, I thought it was an Apple ad because it's very like Apple esque, and then you're like, oh no, it's Google. But uh, they were playing country uh, the song "Country Roads" by John Denver. Yes, um, another commercial that uses like the nostalgic music to get yes, you in there. Yes, and there you know it's this like uh, American song about uh, uh, the South. Really, that song is about the South, and they're using it with all these multicultural families. And they have the Google Home product, obviously, and they're asking, "How do you say things in Spanish?" and blah blah blah. It was like it's a really like a beautiful um, uh, snapshot at how diverse our country is now, which I think uh, Google just does a great job at capturing our diversity. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that was great, especially since Google was making news earlier this week when all their employees 
uh, walked out and had a protest against the uh, travel ban. Uh, so Google is a company who we know is on our side. And uh, maybe not our privacy is safe with Google, but that's for a whole other discussion. Uh, but they're definitely on our side when it comes to this ban. So that was a great, great, great ad. Um, yeah. Any, any else? Any other ad before we get to the big one? We, have we the, should get to the big one. Okay. All right. Well, what did you I was going to say we have the Airbnb ad. The uh, Airbnb. It yeah. was a really simple one. Just like cutting faces together. Showing yeah. that we're all the same. It was good. Uh, it was a good little... It reminded me of uh, Orange is the New Black intro a little bit. Oh, oh yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Because people do that all the time. Like, yeah, right. It's, it's, right. It's, it's a, a good, good message, but... It's not like, that original. Yeah. Sorry, Well, and, yeah, they blew their budget on five million just exactly. to get it on. They need to save the money for <laughs> the actual commercial. commercial yeah. Yeah. Pictures <laughs> and written, doc, uh, written text. Uh, yes. No, like... <laughs> actual film I know but I feel like it's a good example like all these commercials but also with the Airbnb that like that commercial wouldn't mean as much like last year mm. at last year's Super Bowl and as it does now yeah. yeah like right. we know yeah. the type of political climate that we're in and the companies are saying right. like, yeah. Yeah. like the Coca-Cola yeah, the- commercial is more relevant well, now and, than- and that's so interesting that all these private companies and they're huge these are giant companies mm-hmm. like Coca-Cola is one of the biggest companies in the whole world all, all these companies are pretty much coming out against Trump who is a guy from the private sector who is you know representing the private sector in a weird way at the White House so it's like that's kind of that's an interesting battle that we're about to see his administration Versus these giant powerhouse companies, you know, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. How will Trump handle Google? How will Trump handle Apple and Coca Cola? I don't Is know. He tweet about it like Nordstrom. I, for, uh, maybe, <laughs> maybe. I don't know if a Trump tweet can get like sync Apple shares. People aren't gonna be like, I want to stop buying iPhones just because <laughs> Trump doesn't like them. You know, like I don't think that's gonna happen. But I don't know. Apple. But that, that tweet shows though that like we have an impact on like sending him a message, even if he doesn't really get it. I'm right. sure he gets it. But, like, when you take away his money, that's where you hurt him. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Um, yeah, so let's get into probably the uh, not most controversial ad, but or maybe, maybe okay. most controversial ad, but the, the big one. Um, it was from 84 Lumber. It is the story of a, a mother and her young daughter as they travel through Mexico and get to America. Yeah. Um, I'll let Stanley run through the ad. Um, <laughs> I'll let Stanley run through okay. the ad, and then we can sort of talk about because there's more to it. So there's the ad, and then there's uh, yeah, the yeah. outside stuff. Yeah, the ad on the su- playing at the Super Bowl ends with like see the ending by going to this website. Right, because the en- right because yeah. the NFL said uh, told eighty four lumber we can't run your ad with the ending you have uh, in mind. Um, because we don't want to, uh, seem like we're on either, like, we don't want to seem like we're pro Trump or anti-Trump. So, uh, but we'll run your ad if you add a little clip at the end that says visit blah, 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 blah to see the rest of the ad. But the rest of the ad is actually kind of a short film. It's yeah. like five minutes. Yeah. Like the entire ad, if you watch it, it's mm-hmm. like a short film where, yeah, this mom and her daughter travels to the United States and the daughter picks up these like mm-hmm. rappers and clothing pieces mm, like red white and blue color specifically right. and then you're like oh what is this for what is she doing these and, and at the end they stop at a big wall right trump's wall probably well and <laughs> meanwhile while they're going through the journey yeah. it cuts to a construction company yeah. made up of uh, multicultural men interesting enough mm-hmm. too uh, but anyways they're building this wall 
Yeah. They're, they're building something, and then you're like, oh, they built this wall. Mm-hmm. And then the mom stops and cries, and then the daughter takes out this oh American my God. flag. It is, like, so... That's where she was built, like, oh. yeah. I was getting too right right here. I know, I, was... I know. That's such a good moment. I yeah. know. That, that was, like, a, a great payoff. I wanted it. the yeah. ad to just end there. I was like, just cut it, just cut it. Yeah. But then... The mom sees this big door, and then you find out that the door is made from the lumber that you were seeing previously. So I was like, oh, it's not for the wall, it's and for that's the door. Yes. And that's where you're like, wait, what's happening? And yeah. then you see like this driver in a truck filled with lumber, and he's like looking back, like wistfully through the yeah. rearview mirror. And there's like sunlight, and he's like looking back. Like for a second, I thought like when they walked to the door, they would. Like get sh- gunned down. Like, no. oh my god, damn! damn. <laughs> I was like, is this gonna be one of those commercials where it's gonna be like really sad? <laughs> what? what commercial ends with the wow. mom and daughter being gunned down? Okay. Oh, but then, like, what's, the, what's the slogan? That eighty four lumber. Oh yeah. Uh, what was it? Uh, wow. Basically, you... people the will to succeed. Uh, succeed. People with the will to succeed are always are welcome, welcome here. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Which well, is what. The, so yeah. immediately, a lot of people were like, "Oh, and by the way, this ad—it it actually worked. People went to the website and crashed, crashed the website, it, yeah. um, and it was a big deal." Uh, if you just view this at face value, even with the conf- slightly confusing ending, a well, pretty confusing ending, if you don't know, um, it seems like it's a very anti-Trump message. But the founder of the company has come out and said she's actually pro-Trump. So now people are really confused. They're like, yeah. okay, what is happening with this ad? Um, I don't know. I, even – I'm like, do you even know what ad, like, your company made? Yeah. Like, do you know what you commissioned? It's, this is- it's super ambiguous. Right. Like, I think they, like, to the point where it's, like – It could be either of, or. Either or. Yeah, but it's still, sure like, both. I don't know. Yeah. It is confusing because it's, like – so you're okay with building this wall. Because you want your lumber used. you want your lumber used. But it's like people who have the will to succeed can are welcome in here. But it's like who are you to say that this person has the will, will to succeed or this group has yeah. the will versus... And what level of success... Why do you get to decide what level of success is, yeah. right? Yeah, like, it's, a very, it's a confusing commercial. Very I, confusing. It's it kind of takes away from for it. the most, like, most part... Right. Well, and I think, you know, even if that was the message they were going for, you know, that we want legal immigration, it doesn't read that way. And no one will read it that way. Yeah, Yeah, it's like, it reads as illegal immigration, right? It reads as, well, it reads as something. Right, it reads as, uh, I wouldn't call it as a family seeking asylum, right? Like they're wanting to escape their hard Mm -hmm. lives Mm -hmm. and and try to achieve the American dream. Mm. Yeah. that's what it reads like to me. Even with her statement, you're like, no. Yeah, that doesn't come Like, correctly. look at the ad. Like, that's what... Even this last, like, slogan, that's what that says to me. I can see what you're saying. Like, if you're reading it through your point of view, yeah. But I don't know. It, 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 I don't know. I also think the, like, cherry on top is the... That the little girl makes the American flag out of the scraps that she finds. Mm-hmm. Because right. it's like... Even if she's not American, she loves America. She yeah. loves she America. She wants to come and live there. The American dream. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Ah, right. uh, <laughs> uh, I just want to cry. Yeah. <laughs> no, um, so before we wrap it up, uh, this, this Super Bowl was very political. I think we wanted to sort of just touch on how we were kind of surprised that the Super Bowl was political. We weren't sort of expecting this to be the audience for that. Right. You know? But okay. then... It- 
Go ahead. I would said it wouldn't be that. It shouldn't be that big of a surprise since Trump right. got nominated. True. Or like, would they have already worked this before he got? Yeah, they probably did, but then. Well, they've had a while, so I, I'm not entirely sure how the. I yeah. think like they start planning a year ahead. Yeah. They're like, okay, we're gonna do this, but Trump has been running yeah, for a year, exactly. mm-hmm. so, so they've known so the, yeah, about this. They've been planning this for right. a long time. Right. Um, yeah. I don't know. I, I was pleasantly surprised. I, I'm very happy that these major companies have decided to take a stance, even if it's not like, even if it's, you know, it's not an ad that says hashtag never Trump, you know, it's still, you know, it's still pretty much like, yeah, we're not cool with him. Like, mm-hmm. don't worry, we're not cool with him. Um, and a lot of messages of unity, which mm-hmm. was, I think, very much needed. Um, and even if, you know, it, it, it's to a blank wall, which I don't think it is, but even if it's just like them screaming at a wall and it gets nowhere, it's still important that the message got out and hopefully breaks through the wall to some of these people who may not, you know, have those feelings. I don't know. Yeah. Who's to say? All righty. <laughs> well, that wraps up the uh, Super Bowl uh, political commercials, but there were also a lot of movie trailers yeah. at the Super Bowl, so we're sort of running out of time, but we'll, we'll quick, quickly run through them. I think the biggest one was the Stranger Things season two. Yes. Yeah. Which I definitely thought was an Echo commercial. Yeah, starts off right. as an Echo commercial. Yeah, I was like, oh, okay. I was like, we're going okay. through the years that Echo's That's been around. Trailer. I yeah. like the little one. <laughs> It doesn't take place. Does it take place in the eighties? Yes. Does it? It does. Okay. Yes. Because I actually. What? Have you not seen Stranger Things? <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't seen Stranger Things. Oh. But I like the. I love the sex and stuff of it. But I actually watched like the first episode and I didn't really get into it. So. Oh, you have to get. It's one of those that you have to stick. You have to stick with. But I do love the score. I love all the little nods to like eighties horror pictures and stuff yes. like that. Yes. So it's coming out in, cool. in Halloween. In Halloween. On Halloween. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> Which you know what we're doing for Halloween, Stranger Things watch party. Yeah. yeah. Let's be real. I <laughs> uh, loved the Ghostbuster costume. Yes, yeah, so adorable. And also I see that the uh is that the Demogorgon? Is that the Demogorgon? Demogorgon? Or is it something, something, bigger? something bigger? Something bigger. Something bigger. It's, it's the like, mothership of the Demogorgon. Like a Cloverfield creature. Yes. Yeah. It's kind of like the same from. The what if this is a whole thing by JJ Abrams? Like so we <laughs> <laughs> cinematic universe. Because you know JJ Abrams loves the eighties. I'm just saying yeah. conspiracy yeah. theory. Conspiracy <laughs> theory. <laughs> no, I'm I'm hyped for it. I'm hyped for it. And then also just recently there was a, I think the cover of Entertainment Weekly had the kids yeah. from the show and they had Eleven. I'm forgetting her actual name, but Eleven. Uh, Millie Bobby Brown. Yes. I follow her on Instagram. Millie, Kids. Millie so Bobby yeah, Brown, which, by great. the way, so Millie Bobby Brown is a sneakerhead, so much mm-hmm. love to her. Oh, yeah. We own some of the same shoes, <laughs> just saying. <laughs> but she, but she, um, on the cover, she has curly hair, yeah. and people are like, whoa, whoa, she, wait. Yeah, she's she, not bald anymore. Is she coming back? She looks like Ripley, hair? young Ripley yeah. from mm. Alien. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. <gasps> that should be her prequel. Oh, oh my god. What kind of prequel is that gonna be? It could be like Prometheus. You don't need to be time travel. You don't need time travel. Oh my god. Yeah, or she's in the flashback scenes. I don't know. We can yeah. we can make this work. We can make this work. Ripley has changed enough in the sequels that we don't need to change her up even more in the prequels. Yes. Um, 
Yeah, no, that that was probably the highlight yeah, of the trailer. The but there's a whole bunch of them. Uh, real quick, we've already talked about the Fast and Furious trailers, but they had another sneak peek. Um, it was a lot of fun. More Looks ridiculous action. Ridiculous and silly. There is now uh, some uh, some uh, surfing on ice with the oh. car door. And a submarine. <laughs> and a submarine. I mean, it's insanity. It's insanity. And uh, Charlize. Charlie's the wrong with some questionable hairstyle. Yeah. Yes. Some like uh, uh, there's some weirdness there. It's because she's like fine and class, and I bet she's gonna be the bad. She's gonna she be is. the bad villain. She is, she is yeah. the bad villain. Did you see the trailer? Didn't we she, see it together? Michelle Rodriguez is like, are you gonna turn your back on family? And then they make out, and you're like, what? Okay, but that's why they have to make her hair look bad because you have to not like her. Yeah, that's true. And slowly. Subconsciously, mm. you're gonna be like, I don't she's like appropriating. Her. I hate yeah. her. Like, I resent. <laughs> I resent. Um, yes, uh, Baywatch trailer looks yeah. okay. dumb. Just, so dumb. Let's just skip. Yeah, Why did you mention? I do, I do love The Rock, though. I feel like he's he seems like a nice nice dude. Yes, he, yeah. he does. I'm not sure no, I'm gonna does. go out and watch Baywatch when it comes out, but I'll wait for that. Rental. I'm getting tired of the like self-aware, like little yeah funny moments in movies. Mm-hmm. Like when she's like running slow, and they're like, oh, is she. Do you yeah. think we're peak meta? Like, we need to, like, yeah, get past it a little bit? We're too meta. <laughs> we're too meta. We need to go back. We do. We do. It goes in cycles, right? Blame Scream. <laughs> scream. Yeah, that's true. Well, scream. when Scream did it, it was, like, it was, it was fine. It was, yeah, it was new yeah, and yeah. fine. But now it's like, y'all, we've been doing this for, like, yeah. 20 years. We need yeah. to cut this shit out. Um, yeah, what other Super Bowl movie trailers? Logan, again. Mm-hmm. More Logan. violent and more scary looking. The edgy X-Men I'm excited. It's going to be rated R. So excited. And it doesn't have the word X-Men in the title, which is pretty... Oh, yeah. Or Wolverine. Or Wolverine. Yeah, like people might not know who Logan is. It's like, Logan. Logan is this drama <laughs> starring Hugh yeah. Jackman. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> yeah, it kind of looks like a yeah. Yeah. drama. Yeah. 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 Uh, what else? What else? And Professor X with... Just a bunch of action movies. Yeah, pretty much. Nothing worth mentioning. Nothing. Oh, I do want to quickly mention John Wick 2. So the Super Bowl trailer starts off, and you're like, oh, is this Fifty Shades of Grey? No, it's John Wick. So they psych you out. Uh, It looks... uh, The trailer looks good. The movie I'm excited for. I'm very hyped for John Wick. I know the internet's like ridiculously hyped for mm-hmm. this movie just from the love of that first movie. I don't know if it'll deliver. Have you heard anything of any reviews or the anything? The reviews have been like unanimously positive. Uh, like, so. Now I'm even more hyped. You yeah. shouldn't have told me that. No, because I'm going to really <laughs> need this to be good. Uh, I'm excited for that. I think Art. the first one was okay, to be oh. honest. Mm. What did you choose? I haven't seen I thought it. it was fun. It's just so I got, fun. I gotta say that I'm not a huge fan of like uh, animal. Crew. Ooh, is that a spoiler? It's the very beginning. No, that's no, a plot of the movie. Part of the yeah. movie. Okay. They kill so his dog. When they kill his beagle. <laughs> all hell breaks loose. <laughs> that's what's so cool. <laughs> I was, about kill John I was Wick's like, dog. don't kill the dog. Don't kill the dog. And then they did it, and I was like, wow, they went there. And then John now Wick- I know why John's so pissed. And then John Wick's like. God damn it, I'm gonna kill everybody. <laughs> love it, love it. I wonder what's gonna piss him off for this movie. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. They kill his cat, who I knows? Hope he gets a psychic, a dog psychic. That'd be fun. <laughs> well, he does get a new dog at the end of the first movie, right? Right. Maybe they killed that dog. Did we want that to happen? Maybe. I don't I don't remember that actually. Anyways, um I'm I'm hyped for that. I'm very hyped for that. Uh, but there are some other non-Super Bowl yeah. trailers. I'm gonna let Stanley um kick So off. Netflix released their what? I was going to say Cure for Wellness. Oh, Cure oh. for Wellness. Do you want to talk about it? Stanley, do you want to do your movie corner? Okay. All right, Stanley, movie corner. That'll be the segue into the... Yes. 
Stanley Movie Corner. Oh, Movie Corner. I saw Kira Fernandez yesterday, and I was pretty excited because it looks absolutely beautiful. And it is. It's like a big budget horror genre movie that you don't get to see these days because of like these low budget horror movies like right. Babadook. It follows. Even the good ones, like, you can see the budget kind of constraining the vision of these yes. horror movies, and then you get this big studio-backed movie, and that's what makes it stand out from, like, the rest of the movies in the past. And it's okay. It's decent. I, I, it's a bit too long. It's two and a half hours. Ooh, a bit. Like, it's a lot too long. <laughs> well, come on. Typically, like, movies nowadays are, like, two and a half, I feel. Not They're horror all... movies. Usually two hours. Not horror yeah. movies. Like, two hours, horror but even movies. that's yeah. too much for me. I'm like, y'all. The I only, gotta, like, horror I'm movies old. I gotta go to bed. over two hours are, like, Rosemary's Baby and The Shining. Yes. And those are, like, considered classics, and this isn't really a classic. <laughs> oh, it's like a classic. Who's the director again? Gore Verbinski. He shot The Ring. And also the Pirates of the Caribbean movie. All the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. Yeah, but The Ring is fin- it's great. Yeah, and this is seems to be him channeling that again, and looks amazing. Like the visuals are. The visuals. It's like. Is the acting good? It's, it's good. It's good. <laughs> it's not amazing. It's, still, it's not amazing. It's good. But, okay. Okay. But the plot isn't that really interesting. Like you kind of know where it goes, and just goes like spends a long time getting there right well let me ask you this do you yeah. recommend it as a theater watch i would actually because like it's uh, so unlike anything out right you've now. seen yes. before okay. it's like crazy it's rated r and there are like some st- scenes that will freak you out okay. like I, like I can't believe a studio actually spent like put this much money into this movie to make okay. this okay do yeah. you think it'll be successful I don't think so. <laughs> I think audience will actually like hate it. Ooh. Yeah. It's not like your typical Okay. Okay. Like jump scares. I'm kind of interested in watching it. Yeah. It reminds it looks me a lot of gorgeous. Um, it, it does look gorgeous. Yeah. I it's guess. the same cinematographer of the ring yeah, as well. It so. reminds me a lot of Shutter Island. Yeah. But it's yes. because of the asylum. Asylum theme mm-hmm. setting. Uh, that's true. Right. Shutter um, Island and uh have y'all seen Muse? Mm mm. Uh, it's by the director of The Great Beauty. Oh. oh. But it takes place kind of like a, like this, like, spa resort. And oh. they do similar, he directs, like, similar scenes where it's, like, people doing these exercises and stuff mm-hmm. together. I don't know. Uh, it looked like a, like a horror version of that. So. Oh. Okay. It looks really good. I'm okay. excited to see it. The Super Bowl ad was, uh, interesting, too, for it. It kind of started off as a commercial for, like, uh, medication. Mm. Oh, and yeah. And slowly went into cuts of the horror film. Cool. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Alrighty, that was Stanley's movie corner. Yeah, and then Netflix um, released a new uh, first trailer for Iron Fist. Iron Fist. I'm gonna go ahead and go unanimous. Meh. 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 Definite meh. 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 I don't know why. Though. Is it like the fatigue well, of so many of their? Yeah, I'm, I'm getting Marvel fatigue I'm for sure. Like TV, Netflix, Marvel. <laughs> what? I'm just I'm tired of comic book adaptations. I'm me too, man. It's a little bit too much. I'm but this like the Netflix ones are different from the movies. Yes, although they are in the same universe, yeah. but they've like they sort of have like this animus relationship. They don't like actually kind of like each other, yeah. which is kind of interesting and and funny. And that's why. Yeah. Like, why are you even 
why are you even like trying to connect to that universe if y'all don't even like each other anyway? Mm-hmm. And it almost feels like it holds the show like, back like, sometimes. Like the characters don't like each other. Or no, like, like the, the actual studio. filmmakers in the studio. Yeah, hilarious. they're like we're separate. We do not mess with each other. We're just in the same universe. I'm like, then just do, just do, <laughs> do a your totally universe. Just do, a, <laughs> do your just own your, story. Your universe, yeah. yeah. Uh, but anyways, uh, yeah. I mean, so this is another one of the characters in the Defender series for Netflix. Yeah, uh, they're going to do a combined show. Yeah. Next oh, year or okay. this year? Is yeah, it this, this year? This or next year? This or next? Late this year, early next year. Already, next so. year. Um, uh, you know, I wasn't a fan of Daredevil. I'll be perfectly honest. I watched both seasons. The first season was slightly better than the second season, I think. Um, and then I liked Jessica Jones a lot, um, but even that for me got a little tired. Tired for second half. You know, and then uh, Luke, Cage, Luke Cage. I loved. I thought it was really well done, but it. Loses momentum halfway through, and you'll know. I, I, I don't want to spoil it. it. I, I still not, haven't finished it. I do not want to spoil why, but something major happens, and you're like, I kind of don't care anymore. <laughs> it's like, it seems like all the shows are like that. It's like the first half, like, oh, it's good, and then yeah. it loses steam, and then okay. I think Marvel has like a real villain problem. Like, they yeah. just do not have good villains, yeah. and that bugs me. I don't know. This just seems like more of the same. So I was like, eh, eh. Yeah. I like that. What What's her name's in it? Um, Rosario Dawson. Rosario Dawson. Yeah, she's great. Love her. And she appears in most of the... She is the Samuel L. Jackson of the oh, TV yeah. universe. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. Pretty much. Uh, yeah, but meh. Meh. Pretty much. Yeah. Big meh. Um, and oh, one more? One more? All right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. The yes. trailer we saw. Yes, so, we need to talk about so this. So A24 just released a, a new trailer. Ooh. The best, like, the best company working or producing stuff. The best, like, days. indie company right yeah. now. Have- Along with Annapurna. But whatever. <laughs> Tips, hey, save that for your other podcast. I know. Right, so A24 <laughs> released a trailer for It Comes at Night, which nobody has heard of. No. They released a, per- a poster the previous day of a, do- a dog being scared. Well, sta- alert and staring at the darkness. Yeah. I mean, it's a very striking poster. Yeah. And... Yeah, we watched the trailer. Go watch that trailer. Just watch it. It looks... Just Amazing, it. insane, super yes. creepy, super creepy. Love, well shot, well shot. Uh, the art direction, gorgeous. So the director the score for the trailers, yeah. The, the the director is Trey Edward Schultz, whose previous film Cretia played at South by in two thousand fifteen, and this is his second film. Ooh, talented man. Yeah, and he was is he based in Austin or? No. Something would have to, he, okay. I think he was originally from Austin. Yeah. Is or this, at least Texas. Is this premiering at South by again, too? No. 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 This, this is, is like a, a major... This is a major release. Yeah. That's awesome. awesome. Yeah. So cool. Starring, that, like, that Joe Edgerton. That's an example, and, like, how a film festival can, like, launch you. Yeah. Launch your career. Because Krisha's almost already, like, a horror movie family drama in itself, and this seems like the... Right. direction that he was going right. to go well, in. Well, so that's the thing, though. In the trailer, the way it, start off, it starts off, it makes you think that it's going to be kind of more of like an indie horror movie. Yeah. Yes, and more intimate. That be in mm-hmm. it, you yeah. wouldn't recognize, but then all these spaces start popping up, and it's like, these are big yeah. actors. Yeah. Like, these are big actors right. in what seems to be a very, like, scary but intimate story right honestly i can't tell what it's really about based yes on the trailer, good. and that's what i love about yeah. the trailer yeah. yes it's very it doesn't spoil anything no and definitely highly recommend you watch it it's i mean i don't know if it'll be good but the trailer has me convinced and yeah. i'm excited yeah. um and a24 has a lot of good movies yeah Yes. Uh, some of my favorite horror movies, like The Witch and yes. Yes. The Witch. 
Under the Skin, if you haven't seen it with Scarlett Johansson, is really good. Yeah. Yeah. Watch it. You don't like it, dude. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's incredibly slow, but it's worth it. Okay. It's worth polarizing. It. It's po- Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. Let's wrap up the show. But before we do, one last thing I want to talk about is Magic School Bus. Okay. Is, wait, is this is gonna, is it going to be a movie or a TV show? It's a show, right? Live action or animated? It's animated. gonna be a lot. No, what? it's live action. <laughs> we need to do our research. <laughs> yeah, we should do our research. I'm sorry, y'all. I thought I thought it was live action. So Kate uh, McKinnon is gonna be uh, Miss Frizzle. Frizzle. So it's a Netflix reboot. Netflix reboot, of course. Netflix is, is it animated is it or live action? Movie? I think it's, it's a series. Talking. I think it's a series. What? I wonder. Stanley, look up quicker. Come on. <laughs> They're really As vague a about it. Than a series because a series you have more opportunity to mess it up. Whereas like if you can keep that, that's like, true. That magic in that one movie, it's that's like true. yes, the magic school bus. But this is like this is a nostalgia bomb for sure. Like this yes. is for us. Like our our younger siblings, brothers, our young the younger generations, they will they not. Didn't see the magic they didn't bus. see the magic school bus. They don't care. They're like whatever. So I don't know. I think it's live action. I might be wrong, but. Um, yeah, I'm excited. And yeah. you know, the you can do a show like that live action now. Back in the day, you really couldn't. Do you think the uh, is it what is it a lizard? It seems to be a chameleon. Yeah. Chameleon is going to be like a CGI or like a real Ooh. one. Ooh. If it's live action, that'd be crazy. It seems to be uh, a animated cla- a claymation. One. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Muppet. I don't know. We need to wait for the live action version of Arthur. <laughs> <laughs> that may be coming in. That's the next nostalgia uh, that bomb. Be creepy, but that might be the next nostalgia bomb. Well, okay. Before we end the show, I also want to highlight. Speaking of Arthur, uh, Stephen Colbert on his show, he um, did a uh, a recorded performance of the Arthur theme song <laughs> with Chance the Rapper and uh, 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 oh, Ziggy yeah. Marley. Wow. Yeah, it, the perfect segue. Yeah, and Ziggy Marley, and and it's like just watch. If you're having a hard day, put that on, watch it. Stephen is so funny in it it's like and he rec- Steven is Arthur in the video and he recreates all the like little things that Arthur does at the beginning of the show uh, really I love that I haven't yes. seen it but I'm going you have to check it out it's really well done uh, uh, amazing amazing stuff um, alrighty y'all that has been our podcast a little bit of a longer one do you guys want to plug anything do y'all want to plug anything before <laughs> we end it is there anything you want to plug Steven? Steven's like, no, I'm good. <laughs> no. Well, thank y'all so much for being yeah. on the show. We Thanks really, really thank appreciate you. it. It's been fun. so much fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. You can listen to us everywhere that you listen to podcasts. We are on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Overcast. Uh, leave us a review. Let us know how yeah. we're doing. Um, don't be afraid. I'll review you. Thank you. Awesome. <laughs> thank you. Follow my lead. Yes. Leave <laughs> us a review. Uh, we have a uh, website, sort of. If you go to www.minoritypod.com, you will go to our Tumblr page right now. Which, <laughs> which don't worry, we're working on. We're working up to a website slash blog type deal. Uh, but for now, that will be our home base, and we will upload all our episodes, some posts, some extra stuff that's not on the show. So so make sure to check that out. Um, yeah, that. Oh, go sorry, ahead. Go sorry, ahead. Can I, can no, yeah, go, go for it. Quick bit. Last week's episode with Kayla. Yes, mm-hmm. I enjoyed it, and I liked the discussion with Stanley and her yeah. over Split. Yes, um, and I agree with all of what she said. I love this on-air review. Of our <laughs> those two girls were yes. like those so, so funny. useless and like. <laughs> It was terrible, but 
Oh. It was an okay movie, but I liked it a lot with Keyless. Francis, back me up. But can I tell you, though, <laughs> yes. that I was not expecting for it to end that way for them. I genuinely thought that the three of them were going to escape. And yeah. so when he just, like, brutal, just like, oops, spoilers. he died. Oh, spoilers. Oh, yeah. spoilers. spoilers. <laughs> I apologize. Guys. We've spoiled the movie twice. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, their, their bowels are yeah. from their body. I was like, oh. what? I thought you were left in this I know, thing. I thought no one I, I would have died. I wasn't expecting that. Yeah. Also, I don't know how I feel about the nod to another movie. No, spoiler. There is spoiler. Yeah, unbreakable. Unbreakable, because I'm like, is this a teaser for a sequel? Yeah. Or yeah. Yes. like... He actually, M. Night said that he, his next movie might be... In the same universe. Yes. We're getting the M. Night cinematic universe. Yes. We're going to have a Shyamalan universe. Shyamalan. Oh, oh my god, maybe the... the Does it all take place maybe in the Pennsylvania? Maybe the Lady of the, in the Water is like Ooh. some type of superhero too. Oh, oh shit. shit. Well, shit. Maybe the aliens were superheroes <laughs> too. Why are we still talking about Split? <laughs> I'm just... Hey, also, no, no. <laughs> say, say, no, say, no, no, go, go, go. I just I had to because I liked, I liked it last week with Kayla. For, for Split, not really. Hedwig. Hedwig. Hedwig, Hedwig was my favorite, yeah, especially my favorite. when he invited her to his room mm-hmm. to watch him dance to Kanye. It, oh. That was my least favorite moment. That was one of my favorites, especially <laughs> when every time he used the word etc. Et et excellent. Et and then when he kissed her and was like, you might be pregnant. <laughs> mm. And I'm like, nine-year-old boy. Yeah. And I need I, like I need to watch this. Yeah, but with Anything with Kanye in there. That one gay character. Like, oh, yeah. He was like... <laughs> Was oh, like, the fashion designer. Yeah. yeah. Oh, but he yeah. kind of like, well, did you perceive him as gay? Yeah. yeah. I was like, this mm-hmm. is like such stereotypical, like. Because he's a fashion Little, like, designer. mannerisms, yeah. Oh. Uh, that's like really subtle, though. You don't notice like, it until. And that has a lot of problems. Yeah. We need to, we need oh to discuss. God. Wait, let's. <laughs> He's amazing. Yeah. He's amazing. Yeah. Like, like, wow, amazing. And the, the actress from The Witch, it was really good. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, ah, okay, okay. I still have to see you this movie. <laughs> I still have to see this movie. That's number, th- that's number, it was number one in the box office for three weeks. Three weeks. What dethroned it? What dethroned it? No, no, nothing, nothing yet. Yeah, nothing but yet. This, this upcoming well, weekend. Well, your your yeah. special podcast episode should be over just. just split. Split. Yeah. Yeah. Split. What do we do? A split podcast? <laughs> <laughs> we just talk. No, the All Midnight the Cinematic Universe podcast. Yeah. <laughs> All righty, y'all. Uh, this has been fun. <laughs> We're um, ending with split again. <laughs> we ending with split again. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Minority Pod. Thank y'all so much. All right, I'm ending it before we start talking <laughs> Thanks, again. Bye. Bye. Bye.